0: the los angeles underground it's time for your new favorite podcast the superiority complex
1: it's like honey in your ear holes
0: hey welcome back to the superiority complex everybody it's your new favorite podcast i've never done a hey before have i ever said hey i usually go like hey i go all the
2: time
0: hey how how you doing how you doing how's everybody doing welcome back uh no john sandy today uh I forgot to tell you guys, before we went to air, I might have to restart because I just did a really long burp into the. Don't drink a, don't slug a Coke Zero right before you go to air, guys. That's
2: well, pro tip. We, if that's
0: what pro tip into. number one from a guy who's been doing almost ten years. Oh,
2: Jake's
0: back twice. Jake's back twice. There's two Jake Windows. This is very sexual. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them, he's just staring at me. Oh yeah. Is it, do you guys still have the frozen <laughs> Jake there?
2: hmm Yeah, he looks
3: pissed. Am I frozen? This yeah, is just I'm like really in right. uh,
0: this is just like in 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 Fallout Four when you're just wandering the wasteland, and all of a sudden you find out there's synth running around that look like other people. It's uh, weird. Oh, I'm the only one that played that. Okay, great. Anyway,
2: no, it's okay, Mario. It's John
0: okay. Sandy, okay. uh, being a, the good person that he is, John Sandy had a friend who had some health issues and had to go to the hospital yesterday. And uh, I guess his friend's family is all up north, so John hung out with him the, all evening. John's such a good guy. He is. He's a really great guy, and he is, uh, by the way, almost uh, recovered from his. Uh, That's
2: from his fantastic news.
0: Hernia, so he's doing well. Uh, you're going to hear me sniffling a little bit. I got. I re, re got. a i i re uh caught. Is that the word? I I caught a cold. I was over my cold, and then my wife got the cold, and then she gave it back to me valentine's Ugh. day so uh, no
2: I, no take seats, but she didn't listen to that rule really.
0: man that was it was worse the second time dude it's awful get uh and i had my flu shot but this was just like a common cold a little cold cough but boy i could not stop so much congestion it was like a head cold it was so much so much mucus just everywhere. all
2: the mucus
0: all the mucus hear that. Mm, we're okay though we're good now we're all good <clears throat> how's everybody doing everybody looks great Justine looks like a 70s bond girl. Uh she's wearing pajamas of, of, of but they they look like 70s pajamas. It looks like a It looks like one of those um like a Oh, did you you remember in Supercop? Did you did you watch Supercop with us? Uh Justine yeah. Michelle Yeoh is wearing one. It's kind of like a it's like a they're shorts but it's like a short. It's like it's almost like it would be a jumpsuit if it was full pants, but it's shorts and then the shirt and it's just like a belt. It's all one unit, but the belt kind of cuts it off. It's it's almost like a jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. That looks like it looks like that's what you're wearing. A little bit. I don't know what kinda those are. Like the
1: shaggy.
0: Is he wearing one of those?
1: No, she's wearing one of
0: them. Yes, yeah, she is. Oh, is she? I forgot about that. Yeah, very much like that. Before he gets frozen. I wonder what that's called. Let's Google that. Patrick is here, Justine is here, Jake is here. The crew, the crew that you've known and you've come to know and love, they're all here, except for John. Uh, but we'll be yeah, okay. Thanks. So best of luck to John. Speaking of uh, Fallout 4, which I've been replaying. Have you now? Well, here's the thing. It was on it that. was on PlayStation Plus. Hmm. And uh, I had the original on PlayStation 4, so my save file's out there in the cloud. So I was like, I'm going to play this thing again. I think I figured out the problem with the PlayStation 5 floating controller.
2: Mm, what do you think it is?
0: It floats during online games.
2: See, I've never had this problem.
3: So it, that might just be uh, input delay. Maybe. Might be your internet. Maybe.
0: Maybe. But it it's sucks. It's got to be
2: something like that because I've had no issues with any of my controllers.
0: It, it sucks. Anyway. I had to restart, so I went to Xbox, my my trusty Xbox, uh, and uh, I re- had to restart though because I, it was on it was on Game Pass. But now okay. that I I remember how to do everything, now I'm just beefing myself up before I go explore the the vast corners of the wasteland.
2: So, it makes it easier. You know what to grab first. Heck and keep
0: yeah! You know what not to keep. What you're not going to hold on yeah, to. Fuck and, it.
2: you're not going to use
0: that. Right. I'm not going to take any of these stupid drugs.
3: No, not? No, you don't never. Want you want the stims? Come on, get
0: the stims. Oh, stim packs. Yeah, but all the other stuff, the, the buff, the buff out and the jet. I just, yeah. Sell nobody it. gives a shit. I just can sell,
3: it. sell it for money.
0: Yeah, that's what I do. I sell it. I sell it to the traders. Yeah. You don't need it. Beef up you my armor. You don't need that. Good game. Good, Great game. Even though it's 10 years old, it's still good. It's still Huge good.
3: modding community, too, if you're able to, if you're able to mod it. Yeah, um, you can really on the, stuff. you,
0: you can mod it on the uh, on the Game Pass version. Uh, speaking of which, so speaking of Fallout, have you guys seen the? Uh, I know Patrick hasn't. Apple TV show, um, Hello Tomorrow, with Billy Crudup. Has anyone mm-hmm. seen that? that? Hello Tomorrow. What is it that? is basically. It looks like what the world before before it gets nuked looked like in Fallout Four. It's like like a retro future nineteen fifties where everything's like atomic powered. They have, oh. uh, they have like hover cars and everything But they're like 50s cards that are hover powered And Billy Crudup plays a guy Who's selling timeshares on the moon They are <laughs> selling moon timeshares
2: Moon shares?
0: Yeah <clears throat> Thanks. So, uh-huh. Looks pretty good uh, Anybody watching uh, What are you watching Justine? I'm always interested In your choice of television shows Um uh-
1: I was watching YouTube for a long time. Remember, I'm watching a guy play The Last of Us Part 2.
0: Oh, right. How did that go? Did you finish it?
1: I have about like three more videos, but they're two hours long, so.
0: Damn, he's really doing the whole thing, huh? hmm
1: <clears throat> So I have about like six more hours of that.
0: Okay. How do you feel about that? It's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you like to? Would you like to elaborate? I had,
1: yeah. I had to switch to a different player, so it's fine. Why
0: would you have um, to switch to a different player?
1: Because the other guy didn't continue playing part two, so I had to watch someone else play part.
0: two. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Have you been watching the show? Uh,
1: I'm on episode. 5.
3: Oh, you haven't watched this recent episode?
1: Well, I fell asleep and woke up and was like, well, that's important, so I tried to rewatch it.
0: Okay, alright. Uh, episode 5 uh, is where uh, What's-Her-Name comes in. I, I can't remember her character name. Carolyn? Uh, no, Carolyn was Walking Dead. Um.
3: No, that's the... um. The, lady? The, resistance.
0: Yeah. the Yeah. The
1: lady was in the episode 4. Yeah.
0: yeah. Right.
1: Episode 5 has um the kid, Henry and um
0: So you finished it? You finished so episode 5?
1: I, I don't know how they're how they're playing it, but it would be his brother, so. I watched I I woke up during parts of it and I was like, "Well, fuck." So. Right. I continued watching and then I was like, you know what? I'll rewatch it.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Well, this last one is uh, for the people that have been complaining about um, the actress who is playing uh, young Ellie. I think uh, this last episode, without spoiling anything, I think you're going to see some, uh, some. I think you're going to see some powerful acting from her. And at the end, it, it, towards the end of episode five, it's, it's Kathleen. A, Sorry, Kathleen. Kathleen. That's her name. Boy. Um, I would, if you, if she interrogated me with that voice, and I know this sounds awful and sexist, Horrifying. And that voice, I'm just like, I will tell you anything you want to know. Just stop talking,
3: please. She's like a, she's like a preschooler. She's like a preschooler. <laughs> and I'm like, that makes it worse.
0: Please that stop, stop talking. So
3: much that. that makes it so much worse. Justine, what were you saying?
1: Um... I like like her.
0: She's a very good uh, She plays a very Chilling villain mm-hmm. she's Very chilling uh, I, She
1: used to be on the show I watched when I was little Called um, Anne of Green Gables
0: Oh What did you do she do on Anne of Green Gables? The...
1: She was like one of the Friends of Anne
0: She was one of the Gables mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, She's cool yeah,
1: and then she was also in uh, Sweet Home Alabama.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She's been in a lot of things, like a bunch of little things. I like how you wrapped that. that
0: I like how you brought that full circle with the movie we're watching today. I like how you brought that Sweet Home Alabama. Alabama, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm.
1: It's ironic, right? Because the plane goes down.
0: Right. Define irony.
2: And then he has to live on an
0: island and makes
2: friends with coconuts. <laughs> Who's that? Are we talking about Castaway. uh Castaway? No. Is that what is uh, that what we, you watched? <laughs> did you watched Castaway? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just with you. <laughs> Um
0: there is an airplane in that though. There is an airplane. So there is a there is a there's a, there a strong theme. Uh yeah, Jake, you're caught up with uh Last of Us. You played uh, yeah. last did you play Last of Us or no? I didn't play it, no.
3: I never had... I didn't grow up with a PlayStation. I never got... I was an Xbox kid, so... Okay. I always stuck with Xbox. Right. Brand loyalty. But, but March. In March, um, Last of Us Part 1 is supposed to come out on the PC, so I'm excited for that.
0: It's it's great. And, I you know, um, it is a different animal than the game. The game and the show are two different things, but in a really good way. I was telling somebody... I feel like the title Last of Us, they really took that literally in the show and they're kind of, as Ellie and Joel are traveling, you're finding these pockets of humanity that are left and it's really about those pockets of humanity while telling the over the overarching story of, you know, Joel and Ellie getting to where they need to go, mm-hmm. which is the, whereas the game is more focused. Obviously you're focused on those two characters. So yeah, you don't see a lot of the world outside of what they, with the way they see it. So, uh, I thought that, that, uh, they I thought they've done a really great job with building that world in the show. Yeah, absolutely.
3: And, um, I don't know. They have a couple episodes where they really, um, flesh out the characters and their motives. Um, episode three, I've had to kind of sit, I've kind of had to sleep on or like sit on a little bit, think about, so it, right. um, It does, it does kind of bring, uh, it does humanize Joel a lot more. Right. Um, showing them that, you know, you know, he's a good person, but it's like he, you know, developed this whole relationship with this couple and, uh, yeah, and it helps uh, It helps kind of bring in how uh, important of a role Tess was in his
0: life, too. Right, and I think a lot of people that are the fans of the game kind of had so it. That's so different from
1: the game, though.
0: Yeah, that's, that's,
1: that what, was, so
0: that's what I was going to say. Uh, that's what people had a problem with. It You know, they, they kind of, um, uh, that's a very action-filled part of the game because they find Bill and they have to go into town and they have to,
1: Um, And it's such an iconic part of the game, like that the part where um, they're in like that auto shop, I think is what it was, right? At least at least that part is iconic in my mind of how you played that part of the game, because you're upside down.
0: Right. You
1: know what I'm talking about?
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, when you watch all of episode five, they don't It's not upside down, but some of the stuff that was missed in that sequence ends up in episode five. At
1: the house, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that part was.
1: was We brought it back, but um, but the whole part and the game with that when he's upside down was crazy. So I thought they would do it for sure, and right, and that was kind of pointing.
0: Well, you never know. I mean, I think they're moving things around. I I don't think maybe it might show up. It might not, but I think the biggest departure from that was obviously in the game If not to spoil the game for people, but, uh, Bill and Frank did not end up the way they ended up in the show. But I think that, I,
1: wish they did it that way.
0: I think the reason they did it, that they didn't do it that way was because they needed to give Joel an example. There was an, there needed to be an example for Joel in the show of that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. to show that it could still exist after everything that had happened, because I feel like, again, spoilers, but if you haven't watched the show yet, you know, sorry, but it's in the game and the game has been around for 10 years, but Joel losing his daughter in the beginning, right? That I think Joel pretty much cut himself off to any, that sort of relationship ever happening again. And to, you know, for Joel to see that this, there could be that kind of relationship, where you could still care for somebody in this in this world that now exists, I think that's very important for that character to see that so I feel and like I'm that's sure. a... oh go ahead, I'm sorry, so I'm sorry Jake oh, and
3: um I'm sure that there's there's certain story beats that they have to hit within a single season, so that's not as important to the story as a lot of the other important story beats that they need to hit so I'm sure they had to make sacrifices on certain story elements
0: right
1: And, and, and that story uh, was super dark. what that was a dark story though with that one mm-hmm. I, again, um, Right. his lover right <laughs> um, and when they were showing it I was like oh yeah they're showing it that he's like trapped but I was waiting for that to happen and it didn't happen
0: right so. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think that they've done a an interesting job with um, staying true to the game and hitting certain beats, like you said, Jake, but also mm-hmm. expanding the characters and expanding like what they're thinking. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, and again, the world beyond, you know, some of the stuff that just kind of gets uh, mentioned in passing in the game gets fleshed out here. Um, yeah. and then, and, and, uh, man, it's just, it's one of those shows that res, it's always relentlessly grim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, like, like that's the, that was the best ending you could hope for, for Bill and Frank, you know, like that's, mm-hmm. that's the best, you know. Uh, so yeah, I, I really enjoy the show. Um, uh, even though it's bleak, uh, it's very well done. And uh, mm-hmm. I think, Pedro Pascal is just going to do shows now where he just escorts babies and children to like
2: He's such a good actor.
0: He is a really good actor. He is a really good actor. And we've talked about this before, the Mandalorian being able to act with his voice under the mask, uh, you know, and bring that character to life um, is pretty amazing. It's, it's, it's an amazing feat. Not everybody could pull that off. And um, in this one, you really get to see, he really does look um I can't remember who it was but years ago there was a there was a positive uh critique of an actor somebody I think it was Gary Cooper somebody said he's the only actor who looks like he's actually thinking when he's thinking um mm-hmm. and I feel that with Pedro Pascal Pedro Pascal really looks like he's thinking about what's happening he he it looks like it's happening to him in real time you don't get the sense that he's
3: very present
0: in all of his scenes. Right, um. right, right. He's always reacting. He's always thinking. There's always something on his mind. That char- there's always something on that character's mind, as there would be in real life. Um, so, yeah, I think he's done a great job with mm-hmm. it. So. Absolutely. Yeah, Chilean actor, Chilean-American, uh, Pedro Pascal. Uh, I just read an article where he said that you, he absolutely cannot see shit when he's in the uh, Mandalorian mask. It fogs up. Uh, it's, no, there's no perif, so
2: <laughs>
0: it's like, yeah, so you would, I guess they have built in circuitry. We'll just pretend that it's like an Iron Man mask.
2: Yeah, they see somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah, I mean, those, yeah, those helmets probably have some sort of like HUD or some shit. It's the
2: future about. slash the past slash confusing complicated timeline right really?
3: somewhere somewhere right. else in the galaxy far far away you know
0: Justine have you started watching uh shrinking Jason Siegel no, I've
1: been busy with physical 100 and um, going between the show and watching um, the last of us being played the game
0: I like that' you're, I, I liked the comparison because you're doing it kind of in real time. You're kind of comparing the two in real time. Whereas I'm relying... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean,
1: I'm in game two now, so...
0: Yeah, I'm relying on gameplay from like 10 years ago, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's kind of cool that you're watching it in real time. And then, it, you know, because you can feel what, like, the lily pot, that's her favorite game. So she's had some, 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 some of the same uh, criticisms you've had about, especially mm-hmm. episode three it's like, well, what about this part of the story? What about that part of the story? But uh, she, she has since said that the last two episodes have been really, really good. So um, they kind of they've worked things around. So I, I feel like they're gonna get. I feel like they're eventually gonna get to all the main parts of the game. Maybe just maybe just not in order. Mm-hmm. Maybe just not in game order.
1: Well, it's funny watching because you like you're like, can't you just pick up a brick or a glass somewhere soon and just throw it
0: <laughs> to distract it? him? To distract him and see if yeah, yeah. Like somebody said, uh, somebody I'm said.
1: So used to watching someone pick up all the supplies and making something and shooting it because they didn't really take down like when they took down their first clicker. I'm like, come on, like you guys could have used this. You know, you can burn him, burn him, and then. They, anyways, I was just watching everything. Like, where's the glass and the brick on the floor?
0: They, somebody <laughs> said that if they wanted to make it realistic, they he, Pedro Pascal would have to die 18 times and then. You'd have to go watch someone refund the game, like <laughs> take the game back and sell it at GameStop. That
1: they still do the same things, where they're like pushing things out of the door, right? I'll push, lifting her up to like get across. They still find something across the building. Like, I like that that still happens. Every time he pushes something away from a door, I'm always happy again. <laughs> yeah, it's, like it's the same music. Like, I love it. Like, yeah. I still feel like I'm at home. Like, when he does that, I'm like, oh, so Especially familiar. that last
3: episode it. where he, like, lifts her, hoists her up and gets her through the window. You're like, yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. That's yep. what we want. That's what we're looking All for. All you're missing is
0: the uh, the I'm little...
1: Don't use the distractions and throw the brick. I want bricks and glass on the
0: floor. <laughs> You're the also time. missing the button to come up, like the button prompt, to which button to prompt to pull the other person up, like the oh, B. Square in the corner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, or the B button. Yeah, that's it, you know. Uh, that's the only thing missing. Yeah, I bu- want
1: Donald Ramsey to run off, but they don't see her. They only see Joel when he walks around. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. She's. You hear her from <laughs> another room.
1: She's a
0: Right. You're yeah, <laughs> clomping around in another room, but they don't seem to notice her. You need that third, that, that yeah. camera angle from over the shoulder, like that third person <laughs> over the shoulder. Yeah. 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 That'd be great. I,
1: that's what I need. Mean. I'll feel a lot better.
0: Right. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting because um, I think this proves to people, and especially to do a TV series, I think this proves to people that video games, and we've been saying this, you and you, we've been saying this on the podcast for a while that video games have gotten more cinematic in the last few years. They've oh, gotten yeah. much more yeah. cinematic. Think of Uncharted, right? Uncharted is just like playing this action movie, and they tried to do the movie, and it didn't work. It didn't – you know, the movie did not work the way they – there's no
2: fucking story in that, really. Right. Um, no, they focus on the
3: action where you really – I mean, the games are so much – um, there's so much action going on in the games themselves that you really need to focus on the characters. Well,
0: I think also the problem is that, that the, a game like Uncharted is derivative of things like Indiana Jones and yeah. National Treasure that already exist, whereas, yes, there is post-apocalyptic fiction, but Last of Us kind of took it in a different direction, and they, mm-hmm. they used that background. It wasn't so much about the zombies as it was about this relationship, right, like this relationship mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. This- and that's There's an actual story, going right? On. Right. So there are games like people have talked about doing like a Fallout TV series, but what would you do? There's no story there, right? You're just running around doing missions. So you would, yeah.
3: It's it's, open, it's an open world story, right? You would have to, or you know, world. hey,
0: let's do Red Dead Redemption as a as a as a movie. Um, I feel that like that'd be better. That'd be I easier. mean, yeah, I
2: think Red Dead would be a lot easier. Right. It's, it's definitely something that you could adapt a lot more than because there is well, a. Well, it has a story, but it's not the overarching story isn't as engaging
0: as, uh, you know, something like Red Dead. They're, well, they're talking about doing a Ghost of so Ghost of Tsushima movie, and I'm like, yes. Yeah, Do it. Great. Have the same guys that are do you know, we use this as an example of how to do it. Because there's yeah, a story there, too. It. There's a really great story in there, too. Um, mm-hmm. You could make, that'd be a great series, you know. Um, but, you know, because you have all these these bosses you have to fight, each one of those could be, you know, you could do it a lot of different ways, but there is a cohesive story there about mm. this, you know, this disgraced samurai and, you know, his uncle, you know, it, so the whole thing. Uh, but, yeah, I think it it bodes well that so many people who've never played the game are into the show. Uh, it, it tells you that, they're, that, it's a good, that it's a good show either way. But it's not mm-hmm. just fans of the game that are, which happens a lot, right?
2: I just hope it doesn't inspire more zombie like things. Can we be done with zombies?
0: Yeah, the, <laughs> the zombies definitely take a back seat in this one. I mean, they're oh, there. That. They're there, but it's really not, you know, it's kind of. That's good, though. Like, I just don't, I, we don't need another, like, 12 Walking Deads. Yeah, no. Uh, and yeah, they, you know, they do a lot to kind of distinguish the fact that they're not just zombies you know that it's Mm -hmm. it's you know it's this fungus and it's it's really a fungus that's just taken over it's not really uh, we're kind of at war with nature and the you know humans are just kind of a a pawn in it you know or the Mm -hmm. dead humans the zombies whatever go ahead justine you have a question
1: that's another thing i like how they included the birds flying inside the building with nature and the ducks there and the right that's just like the game
3: yeah it's a but, very it's a very extreme take on you know nature taking back the world after humans have left kind of thing
0: right and we saw a little like bit of that.
1: Throughout the game, everywhere so we saw a little bit
0: of that that dr- during the pandemic remember people were you know you know animals are trying to crop Painting
1: up and
0: water. right right we are the virus hashtag we are the virus um all right, that would a great little... I'm glad you guys are watching it. I'm glad I'm not the only one watching it. I started watching... I don't think I told you guys... Did I tell you guys this week? Uh, I started watching 1923 because I'm a big Harrison Ford guy. And it's the one of the prequels to um, Yellowstone. I tried to watch Yellowstone. I couldn't get into it. Um, so many people like that show. I feel like it's a boomer show.
2: <laughs> I feel like it's kind of a boomer I show. I don't think you're
0: wrong. Um but uh, I'll tell you what, uh, 1923 is pretty good. It reminds me of the movie Legends of the Fall sometimes, which is not good. Mm. But uh, it's just to wa- uh, if you just want to watch good acting on TV, uh, Helen Mirren, we all know she's a great actress. She really is like the... the I mean, some Ford's good, but she really is like the, the center of the show. So just watching her uh, act... And you, know, you get to see Braun from... Uh, Game of Thrones played kind of a kind of a bastard in this one too, so Ooh. yeah, it's pretty good. I mean,
3: show's got an eight point six IMDb. 90, I'm uh, you
0: will. To... Ju- I, I'm wondering if Justine will like the smoldering nephew who is in Africa trying to recover from World War One, and now he's like a big game hunter, and he's got this smoldering look and a beard, and he looks like a he looks kind of like a like a hotter Ed Norton. John Dutton, Senior. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think that's the character. That's the character. Yeah. James Stagdale. Oh no no no! The uh, that's the other brother. No, this guy's name is. It's uh, what's his name? Spencer. Yes. Perhaps Sp- Spencer, Spencer. Brandon, Glenner. Um, I guess that, so. Huh? Google him. Google him, Justine. Look, G- Justine's looking up the cast list right now. <laughs> oh, he's got the Smolder. He's got a
3: Smolder. I see it. I sees it. Yeah,
1: he looks like uh, Chris Evans.
2: Ugh. No, he
3: does he? Mm. Yes, well, he does. Mm, actually, mm, I don't know. I kind of see it. There's a couple. There's a couple pictures where
0: I see it. Yeah, it's uh, It's like in episode six. Right now, I think it's going to be like ten episodes. The whole season. So mm-hmm. it's in episode six, but it's pretty good. Uh I always think it's a trip to me because they're like out in like Montana, right? So like the ranch has no mm-hmm. plumbing, like electricity's just coming in, and um and I'm thinking this is 1923, they're still riding horses, all yeah, you know, this whole thing. And then I'm thinking, like, I've seen Buster Keaton movies that are made around this time, and you're like, you know, they're like in Los Angeles. So there's streetcars and yeah. automobiles. Perhaps the world
2: is actually a little bit more modern.
0: Right, right. It's like uh, it was like the last. That's the last of the part of the country to get like uh, to, to to get caught up. But it's also kind of cool that you have that coexisting. It's like two worlds coexisting at the same time. Um, but yeah, it's definitely. It's a little. It goes into some really dark stuff with the, the way uh, you know Indians were treated at, at Indian schools that were run by like the church. And things like that. So it just—it's an interesting. I—I th- I, I know there's um, there's a tribe that figures into the the modern story, but I, I I don't know you know the, I don't know all the details. So I think this is sort of telling that story too. But <clears throat> yeah, it's worth checking out if you want to watch something like a little more historical. And like John and I always argue, uh, all the details are there, so it really feels like you're watching a period piece. And Harrison Ford is old enough now that he pulls it off. You're not just going, oh, it's Indiana Jones. He kind of looks almost, you know, it's Harrison Ford, but he looks old enough now that he, he kind of fits in that world. He's also in the show Shrinking, which I'm enjoying on Apple TV. Um, and it's just him being like a commercially bad. I
1: was going to say that. You're
0: on like a Harrison Ford thing. Right, right. Well, he's always no, my. I
1: know
0: he's, he's my boy. Harrison Ford is my man. You know, he's my man crush. We've talked about this. Uh, it's just kind of nice to see him in that. He's an older guy now, and he's still acting. And uh, especially on Shrinking, it looks like he's just having fun because he's basically kind of playing himself. And uh, he's just kind of grumpy, and he's a jerk to uh, Jason Segel, which is cool. So.
1: Did you watch the um, what's the one off the book The Wild? Something in the
0: Wild. Oh, uh, the wild. a Call of the Wild. No. You didn't watch that. No. Was he good in that? I
1: liked
0: it. Yeah. Even though the dog was CGI?
1: He plays like himself.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: Yeah. he. I feel like his roles now, he's like, guys, I'm not going to try. So.
0: <laughs> just, I'm just, I'm just well, he's, stop all the time. He's, he's always kind of. Movie. If, you it,
1: if you want me to read it just the way I am, this is what you're going to get.
0: Right. We were talking about that. I was talking about that with somebody about the difference between like, Kevin Costner, who is, like, I always say is, like, the most boring guy. Except for Bull Durham. That's, like, his one. Any else, you could just, any other movie, you could just, like, you could put a Coke can in front of the TV, and he it emotes as much as, uh, as Kevin Costner. And Kevin Costner's always kind of playing himself, too. Harrison Ford does it, but he's got, like, charisma, so it, it works. You know, he is always kind of playing a variation of himself. Han Solo, Indiana Jones, and then later on, he's kind of playing these... Variations. They of don't
3: advertise for our camera.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, Blade Runner is probably the one where he's like the least Harrison Ford. Yeah. I would think he's kind of because he's kind of in over his head and he's you know has no idea what's going on and he's just confused all the time. But uh, yeah, Justine just spilled uh, juice all over herself, so she has to step away for a second. Seems like it. Are you okay, Justine? Oh. Yeah, I
1: just spilled my juice yeah. all over me.
0: Uh, yeah, you did a little. You did like a flash dance there. You went. We went back, and then it all splashed. It was pretty good. <laughs> too bad. Uh, too bad we don't have the uh, the superiority complex only fans up right now because we'd would, oh, be making money. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you don't like the only fans. Also, um, I
1: like a uh, working girl. Working girl, um, Harrison Ford and. oh yeah he's good you know he he
0: he doesn't he didn't do that enough he kind of had there was that little period where he was doing like rom-coms and the working girl is a great movie melanie griffith is great in it he's good in it uh sigourney weaver is great in that movie that that's a movie Uh we didn't watch uh but it's a it's a it's like an 80s rom-com that people kind of forgot about but it's it's really worth checking out it's really good he's good in that one too i forgot. And he's he's kind of playing, uh, he's a little less Harrison Ford than usual in that one, too. But, uh, yeah, he's having kind of a renaissance. It's kind of nice to see. Um, you know, he's 80 years old, man, and he's going to be in another Indiana Jones movie. Uh, it looks a little too, um, there's too much uh, de-aging, but what else are you going to do? He's 80, you know?
2: Mm, they let the sh- the the series die where it should have.
0: Well, yeah, they should have never done. But I feel like with Crystal Skull out there, you have to do, you have to at least try one more time to get a little bit of I that mean, magic back. Because you don't yeah, want that. You I'm don't want that poorly received movie, though. You that's what I mean. You don't want that last one to be out there. You don't want that to be how it ends. Like you know what I mean. You got to try to give him give him a little lift. So it's you know.
3: We'll see. Just let it die. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. It's all the Gen Xers that want that. That's definitely a movie that's like, hey, Gen Xers, you're 50 now. Here's your hero. You hey, know?
2: your world is almost over. Yeah, yeah. One hey,
0: last time. Hey, the, the Gen Z is taking <laughs> over. You, you're the next. You're going to be the boomers. The next okay, catchphrase boomer. is going to be, okay, Xer. Um, oh, she changed into a Spice Girls shirt. Tell me what you want. What you really, really want? I had uh, Speaking of Spice Girls, <coughs> uh-huh. let's talk about my girl Rihanna. What about hmm? Rihanna? What about uh, what did everybody think of that uh, Super Bowl show? What did you give it? What, what's your ranking on the Super Bowl halftime show?
2: I didn't watch the
0: Super Bowl. Didn't watch it. I didn't. Yet. You didn't even watch for Rihanna. Why no, I know no, why you dude. didn't, Justine.
1: I'm going to watch it at some point, but I had to watch a stupid movie called Con Air.
0: It was re- but you loved it, right? <laughs> 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 you can tell. Look at it. Just at her. the giggles. Love Patrick loves Con Air. Maybe. This is one of the movies that Patrick requested. Maybe. Are we going to watch Con Air? Me, Patrick is very much like when when the movies Patrick asked for, I get a very specific uh, idea of what Patrick was watching on TNT. Hell yeah, I was a kid at home, The Rock, Fifth Element. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's all the TNT movies, it's all the yeah, well, Fifth Element
2: was never on TNT, TBS Uh was it
0: on TBS no it was uh that was an hbo one that was never on uh, it
2: was on sci-fi, wasn't it maybe but that was later
0: no, con air was hey. definitely con air was like they took it out of the theaters <laughs> and, and just TNT. put it just put There's it on
3: tnt child for a tnt movie. <laughs> oh,
0: for sure dude. <laughs> <laughs> why'd uh, you take the rabbit
2: out of the box
0: i love it um well, the thing about Con Air too is the cast. When I remember when that movie came out, everybody was like, dude, "John Malkovich was doing this." It was like, "Oh my God, look, he's slumming!" I've got to go see this. I've got to go see John John Malkovich slum. You uh, know, this was before and being then John Ruth came out. Yep, yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, no, Rihanna's show was. Uh, we people were asking me because uh, you know I'm the biggest opponent of Rihanna. Let me tell you guys something about. It. People were saying the show there was people wanted more guests, people wanted this, people wanted that. Rihanna does not need to perform at the Super Bowl. She did it because she made a promise to us a long time ago that she would always be there for us, right? She talked and about She was it.
2: pregnant she too. She talked that's about it crazy. Right.
0: Pointing to her belly. She's
2: just like, hey, look what I can do while we're pregnant.
0: No complaints, bitches. Right. Rihanna's like a cat. She doesn't really need you. She doesn't, but she'll she'll be around. She'll grace you with, she'll grace us with her presence once in a while. And then that's it. And then she goes off to do Rihanna things like be a billionaire and run an empire. And that's what she's doing right now. And be a mom because she's pregnant again. Like, yeah, I'm Rihanna, bitches. So good I, for her. I thought it was it was great because it was just it was all her. It was all and she just reminded everybody, look guys, I put out nothing but bangers and here they are for 13 minutes, and <laughs> yeah, then I heard it was good. And then she just floated back up into space.
1: Well, a lot of people don't have guests on theirs, right? Should, she? She doesn't
0: have to, right? And everybody's like, well, she's gonna bring Jay Z out, and I was like, uh, Jay Z's married to Beyonce. Uh, Jay Z's not a stupid man. He's not gonna divide.
2: Stir that pot, yeah, out. yeah,
0: because then Beyonce's gonna <laughs> Get be himself like yeah. in trouble
2: again,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Although he did discover uh, Rihanna, or he I don't know if he discovered her or he helped, I know he was a big boost to her career. He produced her first album, or her not her first but her biggest album. He produced, uh, did he produce uh, uh, Good Girl Gone Bad? Did he produce that, or he because I know he's I'll tell you, he's the worst part of uh, Umbrella, I'll tell you that. Damn. Right, sorry.
1: Yeah, I just asked, I recently asked my sister, I was like, would you have named your daughter Ella if that song was already out? She was like, no, I wouldn't have done it.
0: Right. Ella, Ella, Ella. Because that
1: came out like. A bit
0: after. Your niece's name is Ella? Yeah. Oh, that's great. She named after Ella Fitzgerald, jazz great, Ella Fitzgerald. She's one of those older Ellas
1: because a lot of them are really young now.
0: She just tell people she's named after Ella Fitzgerald. No,
2: she's named the after the that Spanish that word for girl.
1: <laughs> it's during the time that um on Friends they named the daughter Emma. Uh my sister was gonna name her daughter Emma, and she was like, No, I'll do Ella instead.
0: Uh it's uh and the then Spanish then- word for her, Patrick. <laughs> Thank not, you, sorry. Yeah, yeah. A-Yah. And it's pronounced with a Y, not a two L's. A yeah, Fitzgerald. Uh A-Yah. Uh, just seeing we get it. You work out. You don't have to flash the biceps into the yeah. camera. You know what I'm saying? I mean, You good? Oh, Poker Face. That's what else I'm watching. Natasha Lyons. Natasha Lyons. Mm, I haven't heard of that one. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's on the cock and it's a, it's yeah. a it's a detective.
1: You can't get me to sign up for that. I'm not doing it.
0: It used to be free. There was a free tier. Now they're not even offering that.
1: It's too much.
0: Yeah, there's. I have every. I have every streaming service. I have to. I have to. Look at you Do doing you it Paramount? for the show. Do
3: you, Do you have to?
0: Yes. Yeah, Paramount. Yeah, Paramount. Mm. I have Paramount and the cock. Wow. Well, at
1: least you are getting Nickelodeon then, because Nickelodeon's on Paramount.
0: Well, there's two people. Well, we're paying between two of us. We're paying for most of the services. Well, there's three of us, really, that are paying. So between the three of us, we have like, I don't pay for Apple TV. Uh, I pay for the cock because that's where the office is. Uh, And that's like Nicole's number one. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, I don't. There's a bunch of, forever. yeah, Uh the one that really was a co- was a cost saving was the, and I don't think you're gonna do it anymore because Disney sold it off. Was the Hulu package the, the Disney Disney Plus oh, Hulu Disney ESPN, ESPN for like what was it like fifteen bucks? It was it was cheap. Yeah, that thing. It was, was
1: cheaper than having both.
0: Right, 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 right. And then you get ESPN for free, ESPN Plus.
1: <laughs> oh, that's what I'm not paying for. I don't pay for Discovery.
0: No, F, Discover. or Amazon.
1: Oh, yeah, not anymore. I mean, Patrick put me on his family.
0: Oh, nice. Or, uh, stars, showtime. Time. See, all those little add ons are what get you. I should dump stars. Yeah. I never, yeah. I never, I never use it, it but it's on my Amazon add on for like three bucks. So I'm like, eh. Yeah,
2: that's why I have it because I was like, fuck it, why not? Yeah. What did that I get? What really did I get on
0: Amazon? Uh, for I got it for as a promo and I ended up keeping it. Um,
2: uh, there was a show that came out that we were watching, and I don't remember. What we're,
0: no, there's another one. I what did I keep? Oh, BritBox. I kept oh, BritBox. Oh, it's great. It's all the British mysteries. Everybody dies over Brit tea. BritBox. BritBox. Brit box. Yeah, he's a brick. It's wow. basically uh, just BBC. You basically get 90, the BBC. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. TV talk. TV talk. Definitely. Are you guys pumped for, for Ant-Man?
2: No, honestly. But
0: they're um, going to reveal Kang the Conqueror.
3: Can we can we get a break from Marvel for a little bit, please? Thank you.
0: Well,
2: I, I, yeah. I mean, I think I, I'm officially
0: burned out. Come on, bro. You guys wanted this.
2: Oh,
3: I did not. This is what you guys wanted. Want this. This
0: was, you wanted, wanted this. what You wanted America. All you wanted were comic book movies. and Now that's all you're going to get.
2: I don't know. I'll probably see it, but like with uh, Wakanda Forever, I'll wait till it comes out on Disney.
0: Did you it. enjoy Wakanda Forever? Yeah, it was good. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, was it perfect? No, it was a nice tribute to Chadwick Boseman, but right. uh, you know, there's issues with it. I have. I I like the villain, but you know, I wanted more. Uh,
0: I wanted more than that finale. I, they did. They, they just need didn't need to be fighting on a big brick in the ocean.
2: Oh, it's like you got so close, and then nobody finished.
0: Right, right.
2: It was just an ultimate edging (laughs) test. Almost there. You were almost there, Patrick. Sorry. And
0: Justine's parents pulled up in the driveway, and then you're like, "We gotta." <laughs> just, just, just nobody finished. It, it, that's what was sad. Disappointing. Nobody. Nobody
2: yet. left that situation happy. Everybody yeah. was disappointed.
0: Yeah, that was a bummer because they, yeah, they did set uh, they did set uh, uh, Namor up as as a really really great villain, and he did a great yeah. job with it. Um,
2: yeah, I think that part's good. I think the bigger thing for me is i miss a lot of the there have been some really good marvel movies both from marvel and from like sony and doing like x-men and stuff like that and like uh, you know wolverine i think was really like the next step that i wanted the direction to take where you mean logan it was logan thank you sorry Mm -hmm. Uh, it was a gritty story. It, it had heart in it and you actually felt and it was able to take something that was a really good comic book story and make you feel that loss. And I think that uh, that's what we're missing in a lot of Marvel movies is they're very um, they feel mass produced. They feel like, hey, we're trying to make the audience happy. We know this will make us millions of dollars. We'll put a little bit of emotion in there, but not enough to really push the boundaries. Right. They and find, I think that's
3: they found a formula that works and makes yeah. them a lot of money
2: and they have not been deviating. I think they just I, I think if they want to continue to maintain an audience which is it's shitty to say that they're going to do it regardless. I think that they need to start pushing their boundaries and start to um, not be afraid to take major risks.
0: You know, I thought mm, that's what was nice to me about uh, uh the the last Spider-Man movie. Uh, yeah. Was they you know? Hey, we're gonna bring back, we're gonna bring the Sony universe and the Marvel universe together. We're even gonna go back, and we're gonna go get the original Spider-Man that kind of you know kicked well, off. Yeah, they from, did. Right.
2: And it was nice that they did that for the fans, but they did it in a way that made sense. And you had a moment in that film that was massively emotional, like right. It, it, it you you finally see Peter's motivation to be. Spider-Man in the new Marvel universe. Right. And that was such a great moment. And it was emotionally charged and well done that it's just like, you know, we want more of that. We want. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Spider-Man has been the one, the one franchise that has put a lot of, like I always say that <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> the Captain America series and, and the original Black Panther too were kind of the ones that were not afraid to be a little more mature yeah. and tackle some, some issues <clears throat> tackle some major issues. Um, I think Black Panther and 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 Captain America both do that very well, uh, but I feel like the heart has always been with the uh, with the Spider Man series. It has a little bit more heart to it. Um, you know, we've talked about that scene, you know, where the, the right out of the comic and the original were. Peter's trapped under the building and you realize this is just a kid, you know, and he's yep. crying mm-hmm. because he's scared, you know, it's like, Oh wow, this is really, you can have emotions in these movies. I, and and there was some of that in infinity war, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I
2: mean, there were huge, There's huge moments. Like you right. want to go out of these, you want to leave these movies having one enjoyed yourself, but more than anything, you want to leave with questions as well as, feeling something right and the last couple ones it hasn't been
0: that way i think the hard thing about ant-man is is they're always silly in in a a certain way that which which is fun you need that lightness that lightness worked when when it was played against things that were going on in the marvel universe at that time like you know you know hey iron man's dead but here we're gonna give you we're gonna give you some more you know um Some more Ant Man, some more fun with Ant Man, and we're going to blow up Hello Kitty pezzes and stuff like that. So it's been Mm kind of fun, but yeah, now there's nothing to counter it because everything else, there's nothing coming out. Everything is so Mm -hmm. few and far between. Um, But you're right, Patrick. It's like Marvel's got a schedule. They've got we're gonna we're gonna make this movie at this time, and they stick to it. You know, slavishly, and so
2: yeah, I could I could really give a fuck about their timeline and what's coming out. I really don't care. I want to know. I want to know that the next movie they make is going to make me cry or, you know, leave incredibly inspired. I, I don't, I want quality over quantity. Right.
0: Well, and that's what it was interesting about James James Gunn coming out with, the, with the, uh, the timeline for DCU. And it's like an eight to 10 year timeline. It's like, bro, that, you know, that's, that's 10 more years of comic book movies. And I know comic book fans kind of take umbrage with that. And they say, well, hey, you know, you know, these are these are stories that need to be told, and yes, you know there's there's room for countless stories in you know if you're using comic books as a source, but you know the history of Hollywood is a history of uh, you know genres that have come and gone. You know, yeah, you know, in the 30s and 30s, 40s and 50s, you know, westerns ruled for like 20 yeah. years. It was all westerns. Westerns were westerns, the big thing.
2: You look at mob movies, right? Like all of these things have come and gone, and, and, and it's it'll happen. And look
0: 100%. W- w- looking at what we did during the Digital Movie Club, we started these these westerns. I think Shane was our first western, right? That was like like 19 Shane. like 1950. And then we hit all the John Wayne movies. We hit all the Clint Eastwood movies in the 60s, 70s. But the last year or two, how many westerns have we done? We've watched Tombstone Right yeah. and, um, <laughs> and Unforgiven, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tombstone and Unforgiven, and that's it because that genre just died out. And now, I mean, it's the same thing with like war movies. Right. a couple of years before that, like
2: it's, and we're right yeah. now in the in the era of plain films. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. It's it's the, just the timeline we're in, right? Yeah, we're
1: we going to get Wild Wild West soon.
2: I don't think we're watching Wild. I don't think we're
0: even though it has my wife Selma Hayek in it. We're probably not watching that one. No,
2: yeah.
0: we've. And bor- I don't know. I mean. I I
2: will watch it when it comes out to Disney Plus. I just I'm not running out to the theaters to go see them like I used to be. Right. Which is kind of sad. Like it's not. I, I there's think nothing there that is is going to make it all on the table.
0: Hi, Jake. But Jake's back. Hi. No, I think you're right. I think superhero fatigue is a real thing, and I think yeah. after a while, you you want to see something different. You want to see it done well. Uh, yeah, you, I just want
2: I want to I want to feel something and I'm not feeling anything.
0: Right. Well, you know, uh I that's why right. to me I loved last year I think uh everything everywhere all at once was kind of a comic book inspired movie. Definitely a movie watch that. Definitely a movie inspired by the concept of the multiverse, but it was also such a good story and it had such such uh a uh, heart to it that uh it was hard to just kind of it was something where I was like, "Wow, that's something, that's a story I haven't seen in this kind of genre before," and uh, it, the way it was done and everything it was just—it was great. So yeah, uh, check that movie out if you want to have—if you want to feel something, you know. Yeah, I'll
2: check it out. I haven't watched it yet, but I will. Yeah. I just I—I I think that's—I think that's what their issue is.
0: Yeah, uh, you you know, and and I think for a lot of people, I think a lot, for better or worse, I think, you know, just like in the comics, you know, you change characters or you give characters a different arc. I think a lot of people dropped off after Endgame because Robert Downey Jr. is gone. I think he was the guy that, for a lot of people, that was the hook. It was like, this is the guy that made the genre popular. This yeah. is the this is the reason I got into comic book movies was Robert Downey Jr. and now he's gone so I don't I have no interest anymore and I totally get that I totally get that hey, you uh, can't blame anybody for that yeah he's a charismatic it's, it's, guy I mean he he made Iron Man work you know when people thought that wouldn't work you know if you had told me in the '90s that they were going to make an Iron, Iron Man movie would
2: have been the leading star for the Marvel Universe right and he was going to he you know <laughs> really?
0: the, uh, that that genre, that that story was going to birth you know what has yeah. become the MCU, I would have been like, are you crazy? You know, there's so many <laughs> characters that are better than that guy, but you know, it's the yeah. actor. It's the guy in the suit is the, you know, not unlike a Pedro Pascal with with the Mandalorian. If you ask people now, Mandalorian, 10 times more popular than Boba Fett, one of the original oh, Star Wars characters. And that's that's do you know in a huge part to Pedro Pascal's portrayal and the book of the Boba Fett that that also did that too right <laughs> they they should have kept him to a limited character yeah they should have kept you him
3: you didn't like you didn't like um, half of the episodes of Boba Fett just sitting there in the back to tank you didn't like that
2: <laughs> you weren't a fan you weren't a fan
0: right uh, yeah. <clears throat> Well, we're going down the rabbit hole today, guys. I like yeah. this.
2: I like can even, even make the same comparison to Star Wars movies, right? So the biggest issue we had with the last three movies, what was the biggest issue? Uh, Didn't make you feel shit, right? Well, yeah, they were you all... Look at the, you look at the, the first three movies, you are invested in the story, you care about the characters, and they leave you feeling something as well as they tell a message, even with Rogue One. Even the prequels, as much shit as we give them, They were good at telling a story. They were good at delay or conveying emotion. The last three movies, there are parts that are fantastic. There are some visual stuff that is beyond stunning, but story-wise it was convoluted. It made no sense. And you didn't give a shit.
0: I'll tell you what, I I still stand by the last Jedi being the best of that trilogy. Uh, And, Mm ryan johnson unfortunately got uh, you know got raked over the coals for that but he was willing to do something that you talked about patrick he was willing to do something different you know yeah, it, he, worked. He, it worked It
2: worked. for me was it worked far, 100%, the best one because he literally went in and said you know what fuck you i'm gonna do what i want i don't give a shit about all your hanging threads we're gonna cut all of them and be like we'll do something fresh
0: right and also here's the thing that people don't get because the context isn't there for younger star wars fans when we watched Star Wars as kids, the end of Star Wars, we didn't know that the Force was just limited to certain people, mm-hmm. right? We thought anybody could have the Force, right? We, we thought, well, can Han Solo have it? Can Princess Leia have it? This is before, of course, Empire Strikes Back. And even after Empire, we weren't convinced that other people didn't, you know, like, okay, maybe certain people were trained as Jedi, but the Force was out there, right? Yoda tells you in Empire, The force, you know, it's every, you know, it moves through every living thing, right? Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Ryan
0: Johnson tried to bring some of that back with that ending. People were like, "Well, who's this kid? Who's this kid over here? That kid is every kid that ever played Star Wars that thinks that they could use the force, right? Tries to move the broom with his brain and do all that stuff. Here, he was like really clamoring to say, like, let's open this universe up. It doesn't have to just be about the Skywalkers. And then Mm -hmm. what is they? Then you know, people because Disney got. You know, I mean, Disney is all right. Every, the public rules, right? You know, it's the way they run their parks, it's the way they do everything. You know, if people complain about something enough, they change it. So, what do they do? They got, they panicked because they read all these, you know, these lines from these angry fanboys that didn't like the fact that Luke was grumpy because, you know, his nephew killed a bunch of people and he had every right to be grumpy. Uh, so, people were like, well, Luke would never do that. Well, you know, Maybe you and haven't hit. Would. Maybe you haven't hit middle age yet because that shit happens to you, man. You get how, burned. Yeah. How would you feel if your nephew fucking <laughs> right. kills all of your
3: all, all of your uh, all of your little uh, battle on right? On. So and talk
2: about like two of the greatest lightsaber fights in all of the Star Wars films come from Last Jedi. Right. You get the one where Luke is fighting Kylo Ren in the the, the image projection, which is. In a crazy scene. As soon as you figure out what happens, it's shot beautifully, the way the colors work, it's stunning. And I then don't know. you also get the Go ahead, I'm sorry. The fight between Kylo and Ray in the woods. hmm Like the the way they played with the shadows and the fact that it was completely dark and you could see their faces and the, the, the reflections of their lightsabers. Those were beautiful fights. And that and was a very emotionally
3: charged
0: fight. Yeah. It's kind of been leading up to that moment. Well, don't remember yeah. don't forget the scene where they team up in the throne room. And that they, was great. It was fantastic. Uh, yeah, and so you know, with that, you know, the the point I was trying to make was that you, was that uh, you you have this, you know, he wrote this story that was like, hey, this is what realistic, this is really what would happen to somebody. The weight of what happened with Luke, you know, you know, he had the responsibility of bringing back the Jedi and he failed. Of course, he's going to be bitter. But Disney panicked that so many people had issues with it because they were dealing with mature feelings. So what do they do? They write this stupid last movie, and it's like, oh, it was Palpatine all the time. Look, he's back. I, it's like, are you serious? That's I don't it? I Abrams. I'm not an Abrams fan at all. Well, Abrams never knows how to finish anything. I, I, I'm telling you, <laughs> That's the, the, the best thing Abrams ever did was the Star Trek trilogy. He did, he did a great job with that, because it was already, there was already a, a there, there was no way he didn't have to, to, he just had to retread everything. He didn't have to. He didn't have to, didn't have to reinvent the wheel like he did with Star Wars. I'll tell you what, I love Force Awakens because there's enough, there's enough uh, fan service. Yeah,
2: there's good in there.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. there's enough fan service in there, and it's done just right. So you're like, okay, I'll take it. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, you know, it was fun to see Star Wars, and I also kind of liked it. Harrison Ford was just like, well, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do what we didn't do in Return of the Jedi, and we're gonna finish this out the way I've always wanted. Yeah, it to kill do. me off. Please. Yeah, uh, I always <laughs> think that.
2: Knew what, he knew what was. I, I always think that's kind of funny. I
0: always think that's kind of funny. And people that were surprised by that obviously hadn't read an interview with Harrison Ford in like twenty years. You're like, yep, saw that yeah. coming. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, he came back for it. So right. Like, yeah, it makes sense. He died. <laughs> yeah, but even then they can't really let him go because in Rise of Skywalker there is in a flashback you're like there's never been a flashback in Star Wars before. Why are we doing flashbacks now? You know? Yeah. Um
2: I I think the only thing I liked from the last movie was the they gave C3PO a really nice scene mm-hmm. and that was that's like the one thing that stands out from that movie that I actually liked. I don't remember anything about it. Honestly, I watched it once uh, I'll, I'll always... When he's getting his brain scrubbed and he says, I'm taking one last look at all of my friends.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> it makes you feel... Yeah, poor c 3 But
2: yeah, yeah, the rest of it, yeah, I don't know. But then you look at like newer Star Wars movies like Rogue One, right? It's a story that we know how it ends, but they did it in such a way that you left emotionally
0: traumatized. Not only that, now, doubling down and going back yeah. and, and writing... Andor, which is probably some of the best Star Wars since Empire Strikes Back, and going—you well, already know what happens to this character. We're gonna we're gonna dig deep into this yeah. character, and you already He's know,
2: really not gonna make it. You, but you're just like, <laughs>
0: wow! And then to flesh him out completely, and and make great Star Wars while you're at it, and yeah. and remind you why Star Wars is great. It, you know, it's uh, it, it can be done, guys. It can be done. So maybe there's hope for the comic book movie uh, yet. You know, maybe, maybe we're not yeah. maybe we're not maybe, doomed.
2: Uh, but listen I just I'm, I'm ready for change
0: w- well i'm I'm glad you said that because we're gonna take a quick break oh. and then uh, we're gonna talk about Con Air, your favorite movie. <laughs> you didn't say anything no, I let it breathe. you let it breathe <laughs> All right, we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> We're back from a very exciting break. Justine just finished uh, Last of Us, Episode 5. Justine, thoughts? Hot off the press. No spoilers.
1: No spoilers? (laughs)
0: Stupid. You know
1: what is irritating is that he holds uh, a light when it should just be connected to his backpack. Like her.
0: Okay. You know what? This is not. Let, let's, Why did I ask? That's let, all I just realized. Let's Why not.
3: Let's. We, Five out of ten. He's holding his flashlight <laughs> instead of
1: putting
0: it on his backpack.
1: He's poking and stabbing with the shiv.
0: John and I talk about this. That's called rivet counting. And we don't do that on this show. It's about suspending the disbelief. Well, it's not. Everything has to be exactly the way it is in the game. Aside from that, Justine. Because they obviously deviated. I mean, of course, we're talking about a person who gives <laughs> one of the greatest movies of all time a six because Humphrey Bogart smiles in it. You remember that. Remember mm-hmm. who we're dealing with.
2: Yep. Don't ever be surprised, guys.
0: Yeah. Was it good, though?
1: Yeah.
3: Did you enjoy it? Mm-hmm. Solid.
1: They didn't go in the tunnels. Like, they didn't stay in there that long. mm hmm But I see where they tied things in. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got your bloater in there. You got your bloater. He was terrifying. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Let's... Guys, let's talk about this week's movie. Con Air. Dang. Con Air. Patrick. We watch Con Air. Con Air. What's
1: up? I learned why it's called Con Air.
2: Uh, for the air conditioning
0: because after uh, the uh, air released in
2: 1997 on September or no, June 2nd, mm-hmm. uh, directed by Simon West with a 6.9 on IMDb 69 percent mm-hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes with a budget of 75 million dollars, it grossed worldwide. What now, keep in mind, starring. Nicholas Cage mm-hmm. at his peak at his peak this, this, is, is, this yeah. is
0: prime Nicolas this Cage this is the height of his popularity this is
2: A-list Nicolas
0: Cage mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. if you think about it he's basically doing this is a sequel where the, the character that was in Raising Arizona if he had stayed in prison joined the army if he, <laughs> if he had stayed in prison <laughs> this is what would have happened to him Yeah. H.I. McDonough um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I, th- I remember this being a pretty sizable hit I'm going to say 200 million I'm going to say 200 Justine what do you say 350 350, 350. Jake somewhere Mario between.
3: Took, Mario took my number so I'm going to say 201 All right.
0: <laughs> What a dick move And
2: even for a dick I feel bad for giving you this Win at 224 million dollars Yes <laughs> This was a huge success this made its money back it was incredibly popular there's a reason they played it on tv all the fucking
0: time yeah it's not a good movie but it's if it's popular it's it is
2: one of those movies that it is so bad it's good
0: <laughs> i was watching uh you know simon west i don't know what else he directed he directed he, he directed a few action movies in the 90s
2: uh, I, I, o- I almost
0: want to say he did Wild Wild West, but I think that's just because <laughs> of his name. I don't think he really did.
2: Uh, Conair, The Expendables, Wild Card, The Mechanic, Tomb Raider, uh, Skyfire Stolen in another Nicolas Cage movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a Stranger Calls the General's Daughter. Uh, that's really all the major ones I recognize. Okay, the, he did oh, the Black
0: first. No, he didn't do black. I think he might have been. I think he, I think a, he was associated. But yeah, he, yeah, that was Ridley it. Scott. Ridley Scott was Black Cocktail. Um, mm. um, yeah, uh, he's basically from the Michael Bay school of always keep the camera moving. Um, somehow less, uh, less of an interesting director as as uh, as Michael Bay, if if that's possible. Uh, but uh, still manages to. Uh, let his performers perform. I think that's his biggest strength, is he just lets everybody off off their chains in this one. He's just like, all right, go nuts, guys. Choose some scenery. Nobody can, there is no no such thing as overacting in this movie. And
2: You want to be known as Johnny 23? No fucking problem.
0: (laughs) And the the person who ends up looking the best, um, who kind of underplays everything, is Steve Buscemi. Uh, oh, great. Steve this. Buscemi is actually good cuz he's so quiet. Um, and creepy. And uh you know, not as not in it as much as I remember. I remember him being in it more. He's really only it's basically a glorified cameo r- really when you think about it cuz he doesn't really do anything um too much, but he's I know. got Oh. Yeah, that's a great scene. <laughs> uh let's us so let's go back and talk about Patrick. When did you first When were you first uh, introduced to Con Air? Uh,
2: I watched Con was It was on TNT at one point when I was growing up as a kid. Uh, It was not my favorite in comparison to The Rock. Uh, The Rock holds a special place in my heart, and I think that's just because the combination of Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery is uh, unbeatable. Right. Uh, But this movie is action-packed and glorious in all the right ways it has some of the worst accent work i have ever heard (laughs) by nicholas cage and it is so bad it is good uh it has some of the dumbest one-liners that almost put the predator to shame beautiful Uh, it's uh, it's just a great movie it's an all-star cast right there's not a dud in here every single con you're completely interested in you've got the asshole cops who you're like yeah that guy's a dick i hate him you've got (laughs) uh you know you've got everything in this movie it's 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 lovable it's a drug story it's an escape story it's a redemption arc it's a spy thriller like it's 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 a it's an amazing movie and I always love uh, the nod to Hannibal Lecter when Steve Buscemi shows up in the most ridiculous uh, <laughs> way. It's it's great. It's over the top and it's fun. And this is not a movie you watch because you're like, yeah, the story's going to be great. This is a movie you watch because you're like, hey, I know there's going to be explosions. I know there's going to be plane crashes. I know there's going to be great dummy kills. A lot of people are going to get beat up. Right. And, Oh yeah, I'm going to have a blast watching
0: it. Well, just one, you know, here's the here's the, you know, if you if you have any doubt that like this was like the golden era for action movies, like the late oh, 80s. 100%, 100%. Late 80 late 80s 90s. to to uh, to the mid 90s. Late late 80s to late 90s that that 10 years is really like the prime. And I think about halfway through people started to pick up on it. So you had guys in this movie like John Cusack. Like to me John Malkovich in this movie is just as big as John Cusack is being in this movie is just as big a surprise as as John Malkovich because he John Cusack was known for making those kind of movies, you know.
2: No, but they're both good in it. He's like, great in sure. it. Yeah. Hey, Malkovich is stunning as always. He plays anything he does, he's great in it. and this is just another like oh, he's a real good creepy villain. Bing Rames was fantastic. Right. Um Nicholas Cage was great. I, I I got no complaints about him. I love. Uh, it's got some of the best dumb lines uh, ever from. You should. Why'd you have to take a rabbit out of the box?
0: Mm-hmm. It's
2: just. It's it's ridiculous. He's a man motivated by no, leaving nobody behind.
0: You have Engineer O'Brien. Uh, he yeah. plays a really good a-hole. Um, a lot of good solid character actors in other. You got Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> Chappelle in an early role, right there, right um it's
2: it's fun this movie's fun
0: As pinball yeah it's it's a fun dumb movie um it makes no sense um you know you have you know all these you know dumb things going on with the plane and stuff that would never happen in real life and uh all that stuff oh, yeah 100 but uh yeah it's it's dumb fun uh somehow um but still manages to be, you know, offensive on uh, a lot of other levels. So. Oh
2: yeah, absolutely. Uh, there are so many gray areas in the movie. Yeah, it's like, Can they do that?
0: Yeah, they're doing. Uh, you know, they're doing. A, they're doing a lot with the with the two hour runtime. Uh, Jake, uh, had you seen this before? No, absolutely <laughs> nope, not not at all. How much did you love it?
3: Mmm. Yep. <laughs> it you know, you know, you know our hour thirty rule, our ninety minute rule, right? doesn't it. apply to this right it's uh, no it's jesus christ i was we were like i was like 40 minutes in like click like how the fuck am i 40 minutes in like how are you not um, <laughs> no it's it it was kind of it was kind of a slog for me up until maybe like an hour in then like those last like the second hour picked up a little bit but the first hour i'm like oh come on let's go um yeah, some moments from like ooh, um look okay, we're doing this on screen. Okay, cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh what's Sally? Uh, Sally Can't Dance is the
0: uh, oh the 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 yeah the um so the, 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 the the gay character yes yeah I'm like all right this is
3: fine. Um <laughs> Danny Trejo's character. I'm like, why why do we need the like what is this? They what? they they spent a lot of time on Johnny23.
2: Yeah, Ah, You needed the backstory. You needed to know that his death was justified. And he ain't ever going to be Johnny 24.
0: Right. And also, (laughs) yeah, I love that his arms is hanging there. (laughs) Yeah, Poetic justice. It's
3: great. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I really enjoyed uh, John Malkovich was uh, a fantastic villain. I thought he did a really great job. Um, Yeah, same with uh, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi was terrifying.
0: Yeah, that scene where he's playing with a little girl is super uncomfortable. Do you think Mm -hmm. he killed
2: the kid, yes or no, Jake? He didn't. No, but up to that point in the film, did you think he had killed the kid? No. No? Okay. I don't think so. You never know, though. When I was a kid growing up, 100% thought that kid never made it out.
0: Yeah. Then she comes out to wave at the plane.
2: Oh, thank God. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: right. There, yeah. there is a sense of relief. So there is something to say for Simon West as a filmmaker because you do feel that sense of relief. You feel that sense of dread, and then you feel that sense of relief. So there is something to say for uh, you know it's either Buscemi's uh, portrayal or the way that she. But you just feel that relief when she comes out of that house and, and the she end wins. The
2: film, you know, because he didn't kill the child, he you know gets to play craps.
0: He gets to play craps. He kills twenty three people. Uh, was it twenty three? No, it was thirty. Oh no, because I'm thinking Johnny. There's thirty people up mm-hmm. and down the seaboard, uh, yep. up and down the, east of the seaboard. Um, yeah, man. Yeah,
3: I, it's just it just it just dragged it dragged on a lot. It dragged on a lot for me. We could have we could have cut on we could have cut out twenty minutes and made it a solid hour thirty, and I might have enjoyed it more. But
0: yeah, but you needed all those scenes of planes and transfers and all that stuff. Hmm prisoners being moved around and you know Mm -hmm. yeah sure
2: is it really a 90s action
0: movie if it's not incredibly convoluted and there's got to be yeah there's got to be like it's got to be run up against two hours Mm. yeah -hmm. wait till we're we're coming up to the uh probably the nexus of 90s action movies next week with face off so we're really you're really gonna get uh you know uh justine what did you think of connor had you seen this one before
1: I thought I have, but I guess I just confused it with all the other airplane movies. (laughs) Um, I know why it's called Con Air. Why? Because I didn't know that before.
0: Why is it called Con Air?
1: Because the guy says, welcome to Con Air.
0: Oh, this is the second week in a row where we have the title uh, uh, mentioned in the movie as as a line of dialogue.
3: I also had to fact check. Um, uh, What's his name? Garling Green when he said that it was ironic that they're on, that they were playing "Sweet Home Alabama."
0: Yeah, Leonard Skinner did go yeah, down he, in there. An they died in a plane. Nope. Yeah. they
3: died on a Conair. They died on Conair too. It was a Conair
0: aircraft. I'm like wow, shit. All right.
1: Welcome to Conair.
0: Why would they be playing that song though? Because only nathan's character is well i guess because of they were leaving from alabama no i don't it, know it,
1: it,
2: he just uh they liked it it's it's the ultimate rebellious song they wanted it's
1: so to- easy when they're playing um the slow song whenever he saw her like
0: How old, do like, I live with? and i think that's i think this is the origin of that song I think this is yeah. wh- that's where this song came from. And the song has kind of outlived the movie as far as, like, you know... Well,
1: I only I only knew it as the version with Leon Rimes. So I didn't realize there was another person that sang it.
0: All right. Let me ask you a question, oh. though. How do I
1: live without you? That was so cheesy. You might as well have made it dreamy, <laughs> slow-mover. Bless you. But, uh... Yeah, I just thought it was cheesy and the letters back and forth. I was like, great. The mom found another man because he's no longer writing his wife. She feels neglected because she's only he's only writing a daughter. Um, I had an issue with his accent. I had an mm. issue with John Cusack a lot.
2: He spent a couple of months in Alabama to work on his accent, by the way. interesting Did he? Know? Did he? Yes, he absolutely did. Did he? Yup
1: Patrick, I was like, he sounds like Forrest Gump. Yeah,
0: because they're both from Alabama. Well he sounds like uh he he sounds like H.I. McDonough (laughs) from from Raising Arizona. True
2: that. I can't Mm -hmm. believe you guys weren't able to suspend your disbelief and just enjoy the craziness that is this movie.
1: John Cusack because you think he'd have more power and he can get people over there. I was like, how why is he going on this mission on by himself?
0: Oh, I thought you had it. I thought you had an issue with John Cusack as like an actor or something. You're like, no, I just had an issue with, the, with are it. You,
1: are you even important? Do they even care about you? Where's your backup?
0: They just low man
3: on the totem pole. They blatantly ignored him all the time. Yeah, they didn't like him because yeah, he was. We he was, didn't, didn't like him. Didn't was, like him.
0: He
2: was, he was the, the smartest guy in the room. Pushy young about. punk that they're just like, mm, see,
1: sending people off while he's on the radio. Like, yeah.
0: Uh, I was wondering what happened to Monica Potter because I always thought when this, when I first when this movie first came out, uh, she was she'd done a few things since, uh, and then I hadn't seen her. And then I think she, I guess she was on that show Parenthood for yeah. She was like I think she was I, was Dax, sure. I think she's Dax Shepard's wife on Parenthood. I think
1: it was super weird because I thought it was January Jones.
0: Oh right, that but was. I a, was
1: like she's close to my age, so that's definitely not her. Right. But yeah. they look the same, and she kind of had a Julia Roberts look,
0: just blonde. Yeah, I always thought Monica Potter was actually a very, a very, was beautiful. I thought she was going to have like a big, but that was it. She kind of just had like a couple of roles after this, and then uh she ended up on, on I always thought, back in the day, I was like, oh, wow, she's going to be, a star. that shows you what I know. That shows you what I know. Um, who was your favorite convict, Jake? Um... I really liked Cyrus the Virus,
3: man. You like Cyrus the Virus? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh Malcolm is incredible.
3: Just a fantastic job.
0: Uh Patrick, who's your favorite uh Oh,
2: it's it's gotta be Ving Rames.
0: You, you like Diamond Dog?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. When he comes out with those glasses, you're like, damn, bro. Uh
0: Justine, who was your who was your favorite uh, convict, Justine?
1: Um, probably Dave Chappelle when he throws everything out of it and he's like Taking the stuff out of his mouth.
0: All oh, right, all right, right. all right. Yeah, uh, mine is uh, uh, mine is the best friend. Uh, uh, I forgot his name. Oh, so,
2: uh, the same um, guy who plays mm-hmm. Bubba in Forest yeah, and Forrest. Yeah, continually. Yeah, gets fucked Just, over in anything he does.
1: All right. in the same way. Right. Sean he didn't Liguette.
2: die in this one though.
3: Well, same area. Cash on the gut. Mm-hmm.
0: Gut shot. <laughs>
2: Don't you understand? This is just Nicolas Cage proving that he's a man of his word, and anything says he does, he's gonna get done. Right, <laughs> like making sure he puts the plane on the ground, making sure the dude gets the needle for insulin. He's
0: gonna. I forgot for about the whole speaking. ridiculous. I forgot about the whole ridiculous <laughs> tacked-on motorcycle chase on the fire truck. Oh, I forgot about all of that. You're just like, I didn't need this, but thank you. You're right. I feel like you get to play on the ground. That's it. That would have been your movie. But they had to add that little thing in the fire truck. And the one guy gets squirted in the face. And I burst out laughing. They show (laughs) like like that the
2: fire truck fills with water. And you're just like, that's fucking bullshit. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) This fire truck is not hooked up
3: to
0: anything. (laughs) Well, some of them do do have a tank. It
2: it was more the disbelief that the water would stay in the cab. Mm.
0: Well, some of them do have a tank, but I don't think the hook and ladder does. if any of you are a member of a firefighting community, or you know someone's a firefighter, maybe you could correct me. I think some do carry water, a small mm-hmm. amount. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think you got to hook them up to the, got to hook them up to the hydrants. That's what they're for. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to uh, shout out to the lily uh, who She loves uh, fire hydrants. <laughs> she did not believe they existed until we uh, I sent her a picture of one. She thought it was something that was just in the movies. Um. Uh, oh, also shout out to senior the dog. Uh, I've been forgetting to give him a shout out. Um, senior the dog is a great dog. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I I do love this. I just love how dumb this movie is, and it embraces its stupidity. I give it points for that. Um, I give it I give it points for not being afraid to put Nicolas Cage in a mullet. Uh, when oh, when that, horrible, probably
2: mullet. one of the greatest mullets in show
0: business. Man. Horrible.
2: Name one ball.
0: better. Yeah, because he's already his hair's already starting to thin out at the top, but he's got the he's got the locks in the back, and 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 you know there wasn't a there is a, it's funny because I will say this for Nicolas Cage, you know you watch him in something in like like The Rock, and you buy him as this total dweeb who can't you know who can't fight, who's kind of this you know just a a, a desk jockey. And then you buy him as in Connor, you believe you you believe him beating people up. It's like, yeah, I shouldn't think of Nicolas Cage as an action hero, but I I believe that he's. this. I mean,
2: you definitely believe he can beat people up. You definitely don't believe he was an army ranger.
0: Oh well, part, yeah. You're just a little like no. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, but but I definitely believe that he, you know, I don't like in his fight scenes and everything. He's convincing. I don't think oh, I mean, Nick. 100%. Yeah, I don't think Nicolas Cage looks out of place, you know, when no. he's fighting. But I what, what I want to see now is uh, is Army Ranger with British Commando. Put that character in the Rock, and see how different. Ooh. See how different. You know, see what what movie that gives uh, you. Uh, that's where you get where Eagles Dare. <laughs> You <laughs> go right, right. <laughs> you get Nicholas Cage with two uh machine guns, uh, yeah, just gunning people down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just telling somebody that about that the other day. The great Clint Eastwood, his greatest performance. Um, Justine, are we keeping you? I'm sorry, are, you, are we keeping you awake? No, no, all right, let's rank it, let's rank that con air, man, Justine.
1: Um. Oh, I give it a
0: five.
1: <laughs> five. Okay. Okay. But Slut. I'm not watching this ever again.
0: What you loved it? You loved it. Jake's making a face. Jake.
3: Uh, Justine and I are on the same page. I give it a
0: five. Patrick, I know what you're going to do. This is a nine. (laughs) This is a nine. Why? Because
1: it's
2: fun. This movie is fun. It's not quality. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous on
0: screen. You know what, Patrick? I got to tell you, there are movies that I know that are not good that I love dearly. And if if that's one of them for you, I respect that. Um, Watching it again after so long, I realized there's a lot wrong with it, uh, just in the oh, way yeah. it just there's just, just in the way it's made. But it's still, you know, I will watch this because of the cast. This is a cast where you're like, what is this person doing in this movie? Like, what you know, how is this person in the movie? Um, this has a very, very, very you know diverse and strong cast. So, well, not culturally diverse, <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, it's a very diverse. Uh, you have a diverse group of actors, you know. Um, and you know, I, I think uh, that goes a long way. Especially, you know, John Malkovich being the biggest example of uh, casting against type. But uh, yeah, I give it a six and a half, six point five. Watching it again, six point five. And again, Simon West leaves a lot to be desired as a director. And a lot of the the nineties is just jump cuts and weird angles and stuff blowing up and and uh, you know, for no reason. So you know, you gotta kind of. You you know you, you're throwing one grenade down uh, when you're you know or you're not throwing one grenade down but you're you know it, it it's like the kind of action movie that doesn't make sense where you know you're you're doing you you're throwing a grenade too close to yourself there's a lot of that kind of stuff like you know I'm gonna blow this up it's it's right here in front of me I'm gonna blow it up and it's not gonna hurt me but it's gonna kill the yeah, five guys in front propane, of
2: propane me. tank
0: right oh my oh god Nicholas
3: Cage gets shot in the arm and just keeps walking. Yeah, man. He, he was, an was an army
2: a, ranger. He was trained for a
3: joke. That
1: has to happen in The Last of Us because that happens in the game. So you better he better get shot and trained. just keep walking.
0: Spoilers! Don't forget, Justine, Spoilers. Got to give the spoiler alerts. Yeah, man. So yeah, I yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's fun. I it's a fun movie for me. Um, not as fun as as The Rock, but uh, you know, it's it's a fun. Oh, one.
2: Oh, that's why The Rock's a ten.
0: Yeah. The Rock is uh, near perfection on that kind of movie. But, uh, yeah, that's about what I expected. The score's across the board. We'll have to get John's uh, take on it. But uh, next week, uh, it's it's a Nicolas Cage. I think we're doing face-off next week. Let me make sure. I'm pretty sure it's face-off. A Nicolas Cage double feature. Patrick, I love it. Patrick's. Be- I
2: like Nick Cage. I like that he's a bad actor and he just does what he wants to do. He's not, he's not, a, not a bad a actor, actor though. He, he's- it
1: would have been Bruce Willis and it would have been the same movie.
2: No, it wouldn't have. It absolutely would not have been.
0: Uh Bruce Willis can't pull off that terrible accent.
2: No, or the mullet.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is face off next week. Sweet. It is face off. So you get a Nicolas Cage double Fiji. Oh boy, There it is, Justine. Right. You're doing it. Face. <laughs> Off yeah. face off. Face off. What a great show. You guys are you guys I killed it today. It was fantastic. You guys killed Such it today. Movie. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jake was not One impressed. You guys mm-hmm. would be
2: able to suspend your disbelief. Jake, have you it. seen face off before? Nope.
0: Oh, you are in for you are in for a treat, my friend. Can I have it. Just That's a big
1: movie. It?
0: This is the great John Woo. We're returning to John Woo.
1: It's Ooh. actually some. It's some good acting in that
0: too. Some good bad acting. Don't
1: spoil it. Mm-hmm.
0: It's some good I terrible. Dis- acting. I want
3: to be disappointed on my own. I don't want you. Wait, to wait, be wait, wait. Based on the
1: title, what is it about?
0: <laughs> yeah, what, what is it about taking his face off? Oh, that's an interesting take. Hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Original.
2: All right.
0: Yeah. What does he do with it? Uh, Puts it on someone else. Yeah, then Come on now. okay. <laughs> face <laughs> slash off.
3: Yeah, face
0: you off. You yeah. don't think it's about people facing off? No. Okay.
2: A duel, perhaps?
0: Yes. No. All right. We'll see. For plastic surgery. We'll see next week. All right. So until next week, for Patrick, for Jake, for Justine, we say. This transmission ends now. John, we'll see you next week. Fight the power. Bye-bye, why everybody. Why
2: didn't you leave the bunny in the box?
0: Uh oh, uh yeah, next week is our 10th anniversary. Oh, we're not doing face-off next week. Yeah. I almost forgot. Next week will be our 10th anniversary show. Are you gonna be here for this, Justine? Or are you going to Disneyland? We're
1: going to Disneyland.
0: We're gonna to have to record it early or something. We're gonna to have to figure. We're
1: out gonna it. go to the picnic area.
3: Are you really? See, I love that they can. They think they can get have their cake and eat it too. You know.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Meanwhile, it'll be me and Jake in the studio.
1: How yep. come we didn't watch a, a love movie for Valentine's Day?
0: We did. Yeah, no. this was a romance. Con Air was a romance. Yes. yes.
1: Mm-hmm. This was more of a love thing between him and He went to prison.
2: He went to prison defending his woman's honor.
0: Right.
1: No, this guy's a hothead.
0: The whole story was him trying to get back to his wife. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, because of him, he's not there with her.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Next week I gotta watch Hook. God, I want nothing less. Next week is Hook. Ugh. Oh my God. You're doing it, Peter. You're playing with me. God. (laughs) Sweet! <laughs>